This is the Head on Collision Podcast. All right, today's episode, it was a little all over the place, but we covered a lot of topics that could be a huge benefit as long as you guys apply it. Yeah, so today we talked about a lot about enzymes and a lot about probiotics and how those two balance out. So got a good episode for you guys. Um, so listen up and hopefully take away a lot of information from this one. Have you ever taken an antibiotic before? Yeah, I mean, I've taken it. It hasn't. It's been a long time since I've taken one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most people have taken an antibiotic in this country at least. So I've started to try to avoid them now that I understand more about digestion and what it kind of the negative side of what it does to you because obviously antibiotics play their part in infections and disease like obviously they're the reason we're the first reason humans started living longer is because we were able to fight and manage disease Mm -hmm. but what a lot of people don't understand is we're destroying our probiotics which play huge roles in health immune system skin health digestive health nutrient uptake so that's basically what this whole episode is going to cover. It's going to be digestive health, the do's, don'ts, uh, the benefits of probiotics. We're going to discuss a little bit about enzymes I think we talked about before the episode. Yeah. So, so you're so basically what you're saying is anybody who's ever taken an antibiotic has totally ruined all their good digestive gut bacteria um, in their system and basically what it's down to nothing then after they take it or you tell me definitely not nothing but over time it's like a compound effect people have taken it multiple multiple times obviously our body is designed to be able to run without having to supplement anything so there are prebiotic fibers so a lot of your uh, soluble fibers are prebiotic fibers they feed the microbiome or feed your probiotics so they multiply and recultivate But a lot of people aren't eating enough soluble fiber because green vegetables, like leafy vegetables, things like that. Paired with the fact that people use a ton of antibiotics in this country now. Every time you go to the doctor, they seem to want to throw one at you. It's crazy. And that just destroys all the probiotics that are living in your system. Yeah, it does. A good majority. Yep, so like people have noticed like, They'll get rid of one issue, but then they'll start having digestive issues. One of the biggest things is people break out after an extended period of an antibiotic, and people start getting sick, like common colds and stuff like that, because it destroys your immune health. It destroys your body's ability to manage uh, fungus, inflammation, all kinds of things in the body, which are going to cause more acne. So a lot of people, when I used to manage a vitamin shop, when they came in for anything to help with acne so a lot of times it was something topical they were looking for mm-hmm. i put most of them on a good probiotic to start with because nobody understood the value of replenishing what they've definitely killed off with an antibiotic yeah for sure so what are probiotics like what's a good you know for somebody who doesn't know what a probiotic is what would you what would be a good little definition you could give them for it so Probiotics are basically the enzymes, I believe they're mainly in your large intestine, and they're going to be responsible for almost all management of absorbing nutrients, of mitigating or managing inflammation. Um, They're starting to show more and more studies with the microbiome for uh, most of your hormones are created in your gut. So they've been doing a lot of stuff with like mental health, 
uh, some of the main hormones are produced from a higher percent in your gut than in your brain. Gotcha. Yeah, the way I've always understood them, they, they are like literally it's live bacteria, live microorganisms that are living in your system. And a lot of not a lot of people realize that there are like um, as many of these microorganisms in your body than there are actually cells. Like it's a ridiculous amount of these tiny, tiny bacteria that are living in your system. Isn't it? It's more probiotics or those bacteria, bacteria in our gut then we have DNA in our body. Yeah, that's true. So like as so just to give an example of like how small they are, um, I think what the exact stat I says for every one cell, like one cell that you have in your body, a tiny cell, there are ten probiotic bacteria that are living in your system. And you know, one of the biggest things that they help with is, you know, they give you so many health benefits, but um, they help you what break down and digest foods like immensely. So that's one of the biggest benefits you can get from them. And a lot of people, I know one of the big things we're going to talk about is the inflammation effect from not having that healthy bacteria. But that's one of the biggest things that people see is this inflammation and bloating in their gut whenever they don't have a healthy amount of probiotic bacteria in their gut from taking an antibiotic and then not replenishing it or just not, you know, taking a probiotic on a weekly, daily, whatever it may be, basis, a routine basis, so that way they can keep it replenished. Because they, I mean, they lose quite a bit of it throughout, you know, throughout some time. So it's, it's a very important to keep up on it. Exactly. And there's a lot of things like artificial sweeteners, a lot of them will kill off bacteria. And people don't, don't realize that. Be like, is it a better alternative than loading yourself with a bunch of sugar? Probably, but you mm-hmm. still have to be careful on which ones you use. Like, I don't like to use much outside of stevia or monk fruit for zero calorie sweeteners because those have the least effect on the probiotics. But one of the biggest things with like inflammation, like colitis or IBS, both ver- starting to become very common digestive issues. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest issues is like inflammation or flare ups is when you try to eat something that causes inflammation in your gut and that's what's going to cause the IBS colitis I think Crohn's is the worst one that's yep. with the bleeding yep Crohn's is very bad yep so there's obviously levels but when you are deficient in healthy bacteria in your gut for extended periods of time this is when you're going to lead to a lot of these long term or chronic digestive issues which Unfortunately, more and more people are starting to see now that we eat lower quality foods. Because when we were eating high quality foods, we were getting a lot of prebiotic fibers, which would naturally cultivate our probiotics. So we didn't worry about it nearly as much. And we weren't getting as many antibiotics, what, 40, 30, 20 years ago? Definitely. Like there was a huge spike, and now we have all these other issues. And people getting chronic diseases, inflammation issues, and it all stems from the gut. If you're listening to any other podcast on health nutrition, everyone is talking about the microbiome, the gut. It's going to become one of the biggest talking points in health, fitness, anything. It's going to be all about gut first. Yeah, and I mean, we talk a lot about the antibiotics, but when that goes through your system and kills everything, you know, it takes 
a lot of that that probiotic out and that natural gut bacteria but most of the times what that does is it gets all the good bacteria out of your system and it just leaves room for all this bad bacteria and unhealthy like uh, you know bacteria to thrive and feed um, in that area so that's what caused that inflammation and definitely a lot of issues with digestion yep exactly so I actually just created that new program the six week uh, yeah. program around nutrition one of my biggest focal points was helping people fix or correct issues with digestion so there's a lot of components in there that is directly impacting inflammation and digestion two things that people overlook all the time even people that have been in health and fitness for a long time or like are even appear to be in really good shape they still completely overlook how important the gut is and they could yeah help so many aspects of their life it's huge and just for overall health too it's gigantic one of the biggest things especially working you know in the supplement industry for a while was uh, it was funny because the people who were you know coming out and releasing these probiotics for our stores they would even say you know well this is just for the healthy fad people who are you know trying to stay on like just do what's in right now and i'm thinking you guys are missing something huge right now because if you truly think that you're just going to market this to you know people who are like health nuts and not the performance aspect of things you're missing out huge and um you know people especially if you're performance oriented whether it be in athletics or um just trying to stay on top of your health then this is a giant part of this and like just saying on this keeps you super super it keeps you feeling amazing but it keeps sickness away too so um two major things that's just going to help you perform a lot better so right so just as we're getting into the groove of this podcast obviously every episode is going to take a little bit of time for us to really get into the good stuff but in your opinion is there only the digestive enzymes and the probiotics that's the two main components of digestion can you think of anything else or is those are my two main focus points, but is there anything else? I know you have a pretty good-sized book that covered a lot of information. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. And, like, we going through anatomy and physiology, went, went through the whole entire, um, basically the whole entire digestive system, and they do a really good job about teaching you what happens and where, and it goes over enzymes a little bit, goes over... You know, probiotics, very, 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 you know, just touch-ups on that. But uh, one of the big things that I like to do for just help for my digestion is doing something like an apple cider vinegar. And I like to touch up on that too because that's something that a lot of people have this conception of. I don't know why, but everybody thinks apple cider vinegar is this weight loss miracle. And yes, in turn, it will help you lose weight, but it's not the way people think what happens so people think that it's like oh you know i need to get skinny i need to slim up a little bit i'll start taking apple cider vinegar they don't know why they're taking it and they don't know how it's working but in turn it kind of does work a little bit but a lot of people have this misconception that it's this magic juice or magic drink that you take to get skinny but all it's doing it's just basically adding to your stomach acid so you can help break down those foods and digest it and just like we talk about with probiotics how they help you break down uh, those foods and help with the enzymes too it's you know, all that apple cider vinegar does is break that down for you so you can digest it more efficiently. So that's one, besides that, um, that would be something that, just a little thing that I throw into mine um, as well, just to kind of help with digesting a little bit. Um, but 
gut health has been a bigger and bigger thing, um, especially for myself lately, um, because I found out that I've had a gluten allergy. Basically, you know, I probably had one my whole life, but I never realized it until I cut it out and then tried to eat it again. And it was I'm telling you, dude, it was ridiculous. Like, tore myself up big time. Like, I cannot eat bread anymore because it's just literally the worst on my system. So, um, just having healthy, uh, just having a healthy gut and good gut gut health in general. Like, it's kept me away from any kind of gluten. It's kept kept me away from any kind of you know. Uh, milk lactose stuff like that so just stuff like that but yeah just trying to stay ahead of my gut health has been um, the biggest thing for me and trying to find little tricks and little keys to kind of help me with my digestion right the nice part is apple cider vinegar has a lot of digestive enzyme that's one of its main benefits yeah so like the enzymes like bromelain and some of the other big ones so um there's a whole list of them we don't need to get into them because bromelain is going to be the main one you see marketed but protease and some of the other ones help break down proteins. And there's a lot of correlation to undigested proteins and joint health. So, like, one of the reasons I know you were a big component of the Kill Cliffs before I got on board with them. Yeah. But one of the first enzymes in their enzyme blend is bromelain, the most important one. Then lipase and protease. So they hit the big top three right away. And speaking of those... I'm definitely going to open mine up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm drinking mine right now, but it's just, it's a great blend, and it helps, obviously, with the recovery and hydration aspect of it, getting those enzymes on top of it is just huge, too. So a little bit of a vitamin blend in there, too, but for the most part, like, this is, well, I I drink this a couple times daily because it's just so amazing for me. (laughs) And taking the... Uh, digestive enzymes on an empty stomach, like we were talking about, the bromelain, the uh, pepsin, the peptase, these enzymes are going to help with a lot of people's joint pain. So a lot of people don't realize how much undigested proteins they have, and that's causing a lot of the joint pain, joint stiffness, and inflammation. So these enzymes, especially on an empty stomach, are going to help mitigate or manage inflammation, which is only going to lead to uh, better joint health. So back to the performance side of things, when people think that probiotics or digestive enzymes, digestive health is only for health nuts. No, it's for athletes too. Like a lot of us in weight training or doing a lot of explosive movements, we're causing a lot of inflammation in our body and we're eating a ton of protein, some of which aren't getting digested. And this is what's going to lead us to the chronic joint pains, the stiffness, the you kind of wonder why you have pain in your elbow, pain in your knees, and you can't think of any injury that you had. You feel like you've been eating pretty well, but you're not managing the digestion of protein, which is causing a lot of the stiffness in the joints. Yeah, and then talk about also probiotics and weight loss. Like it can people that you know. Are trying to lose weight or cut down on weight like this is just another thing you can tack on to make your benefits a little bit better and to give yourself a little bit better chance at what your main goal is too because all that inflammation and gut bacteria if you've got bad gut bacteria you feel bloated after eating anything and you feel bloated all the time and that's just a direct correlation to you know well you're bloated because you can't digest the foods that you're eating properly so if you like 
have a routine where you're constantly putting good probiotics in your system and flushing out the bad stuff as well, like you're going to see huge, huge steps in your weight loss journey. Um, and just by getting rid of that inflammation, you're going to feel better. You're going to look leaner and you're going to overall, you're going to lose a little bit more body fat too, because like we said, it's helping you digest all your food. So the more efficiently you can use those foods and not have it just sit there and collect fat, the better it's going to work for your weight loss. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize it directly affects blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. So again, that digestive aspect is going to manage and help control blood sugar. So a lot of people that have issues with like pre-diabetic stuff like that, you could really make a difference with focusing on gut health first. So I actually have a lot of my competitive athletes, we have a monitor blood glucose. So mm-hmm. like people might think it's a little bit crazy, but no, when I work with an athlete, I'm going to help like i'm gonna go all in and we're gonna get the best results possible based on the knowledge that's out right now so one thing i do is i definitely track some people's blood sugar especially if we're noticing they're having issues with it i want to know if it's chronically elevated and how we can manage that because if they i am giving them carbs for performance but we're not digesting them we're just causing excess inflammation like there's no point for those carbs to be there in the first place exactly Definitely. And there are a lot of other studies, too, just on probiotics about what they could do them for benefits. And um, several studies down depression and anxiety, blood cholesterol, blood pressure, um, obviously immune function. um, Because when you have your digestive systems on top of its game, then your immune system is going to be really well uh, in touch, too. And then just overall skin health. I mean, people don't realize, too, that how much your body is inflamed. Like that, you can see that on top of your skin. You start getting acne, break out, like major skin issues. But when you have a clean diet and that's fixed up and your your gut health is in check, then that can definitely help you with your skin health big time as well. So, but there's a lot of different benefits from probiotics. Um, but I guess how they mesh together with enzymes is one of the big things that we're going to try to talk about too with, with how enzymes work as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the combination, obviously you need both. Because both, they play a role in a different phase of digestion. So the digestive enzymes are on the front half of breaking down the food. Mm -hmm. And the probiotics are on the back half of actually absorbing the nutrients. Gotcha. So if you don't break the food down far enough into small enough particles, it's not going to be properly digested by the probiotics. But if you do, say you get it broken down very far, or you have a good amount of digestive enzymes... But on the back end, you're lacking probiotics. You're still not going to be able to absorb those nutrients. So it's a perfect combination. You need both. And a lot of people don't understand digestion actually starts in your mouth. We were just talking about that a little bit. So you can go into it. There's actually a gland underneath your tongue that releases one of the first phases of digestion, which are enzymes. Yep. So basically, obviously, any kind of when you talk about digestion as a whole, the first step is when you put the food in your mouth and you start chewing it up. Obviously, that's where you start breaking it down. But then within within your saliva, you have several different enzymes that starts attacking that food immediately and literally starts breaking it down in your mouth. So um, pretty crazy how that works and how fast it works too. But then you have a gland underneath your tongue that also secretes several other enzymes. 
um, that are separate from the enzymes in your saliva that help with the breakdown of that as well. So as you're, before you even get to swallow your food, it's already started being attacked by these enzymes. So one of the things too, once I get all of like, when so my gut health is in check, like when I'm eating on a consistent basis, one of the biggest things that I've noticed is like heating food up in the microwave. I don't even have to smell it. Like my mouth gets crazy watery. It's like ridiculous. And back when I was doing extremely well on my um, my meal prep and eating meals consistently every day, whenever it was time to eat, like at four o'clock, my mouth would start watering like crazy. And that's just me getting ready to break it down. Now, like I said, that's looking at it as, as a whole, but just, you know, to kind of talk about that, that's, one of the biggest things that happens is as soon as you put it in your mouth and start chewing it up, this all like it, all those enzymes absorbed into the food and it helps break them down little bit by little bit. For sure. And one, there's so many things that we can cover on digestion. So again, this is why we ask for people to give us specific questions so we can attack one aspect of it. So Absolutely. again, you guys drop specific questions on the comment sections of any of your places you listen to podcasts. Uh, where did it look like we've had the most listeners so far? Looks like on the on the iPhone is where we're getting the most listens on uh, just through the app on your iPhone. Um, a couple others here and there, a couple on through iTunes, and then some more through Android. So a couple here and there, but yep. So if you're listening through iTunes especially, um, since we have that's where most of our listeners are right now, um, or through the I- iPhone app, iOS, then yeah, give us a, hit us up, send us an email, and we'll be happy to answer any specifics on it. But um, one of the, I mean, just talking about enzymes strictly, like there are so many more benefits than just breaking down food that people don't understand about. And one of the biggest ones that I want to go into is kind of to hit like what we talked about earlier on, um, probiotics and that's stomach inflation. Like literally by being able to break that food down, like I said, before it even hits your stomach, then the chances of you getting inflamed and being bloated by it you can literally like kiss that goodbye because like I said, if you do a better job breaking it down and you have more enzymes in your system to do that and a healthy level of enzymes, it's going to happen. And then you're not going to have to suffer from any kind of constipation, diarrhea, anything like that, because being able to eat that high, having a diet that's high in those enzymes, um, it's going to definitely save you from that constant inflammation. Right. So we can definitely take two big approaches on this. But I think I want to go to the aspect of, since we are both athletes, we're both in the gym, we've both had our sh- share of bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. Have you taken ibuprofen before? Oh, yeah. I used to take it religiously. I used to take a ton of it. And one of the biggest issues with that is it actually eats holes through the mucus layer of your stomach. And the stomach acid, I've heard it compared to battery acid. Mm-hmm. It breaks stuff down like crazy which is amazing for us but if we destroy our protective layer we're going to co- like i know a lot of people with stomach ulcers yep. so i want to bring this up things like that and a lot of other things if you're not careful will break through or eat through this protective layer and if you get through that layer of mucus which uh you can start causing bad heartburn the ulcers think all these things you're going to have your actual stomach acid digesting your own stomach. So it's eating you, it's eating you from the inside out. 
if you're not careful of what you're taking in. So when we're talking about inflammation, all this stuff, like ibuprofen is known to be a great anti-inflammatory. Yeah. You have to be careful about when you use this because it's going to mess up your probiotics so your natural gut flora. It's going to eat holes through the mucus layer of your stomach, which can cause ulcers. Like I know so many people with stomach ulcers. One of the big things, too, is drinking. Chronic drinking, you will end up with stomach ulcers. Yeah, for sure. I promise you. Any alcoholic will tell you, like, they've had experiences with stomach ulcers. Mm -hmm. One of the best things for this is actually DGL licorice root. We didn't talk about it, but this could be one thing. Again, it's in the part of the digestive tract. It's going to be an actual really, really cheap supplement. And you go to the doctor with heartburn or things like this. And they're going to give you things to try to lower your stomach acid, which destroys half your ability to just like break down and get nutrients from food. It's one of the worst things they can do for your digestive tract. That and antibiotics. And they're both rampant. So if you have any ulcer issues, if you have any problems with, well, heartburn. I know a lot of people with heartburn. Mm-hmm. Like, these are things that can be managed very simply with addressing gut health. And there's supplements that are going to cost you a tenth of the price that are going to work way better if you just understand the cause and effect of what you're putting in your body and how it's affecting positively or negatively on your digestive system as a whole. Yeah. So if we have somebody who's listening, say, listen to the podcast and, you know, they do take ibuprofen for every little ache and pain, their gut health, is, gut health isn't in shape, what would be the first steps for that you would tell them to kind of get that stuff back on track? Well, first things first, you have to eliminate the stimulus. So mm-hmm. it's like you have to take away the thing that's causing the problem. If you don't do that, you're never going to catch back up. For sure. So the first thing I was, I'd do is I'd stop that. And then the second thing I'd do is I would look into supplementing DGL licorice root which is just a chewable wafer. You have to chew it because you need those enzymes to activate the active ingredient in it. And me, I think it tastes absolutely disgusting, but it <laughs> tastes exactly like black licorice, which I know a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be completely on you. I like to see people take the first dose in the morning on an empty stomach, and then later on you can take it as needed if you have any flare-ups with heartburn or anything like that. After a meal, you can take it after a meal to mitigate any symptoms but to repair you want to take something like that on an empty stomach just like you would take your probiotics so it gets all the way through your digestive tract and into your large intestine where it needs to be yeah so those would be the two things dgl liquor shirt on an empty stomach and take always take your probiotics on an empty stomach i would say at least 30 minutes before your first meal yeah you want to give it a head start because it needs to get through all the other layers so it can get to definitely that's where it what, needs to be yep that's why I'm not the biggest fan of like liquid unprotected probiotics mm-hmm. which people have their different views on it but I like the fact that in a capsule you get a little extra protection to get it where it needs to go yeah one of the big things especially working with supplements all the time is a lot of the times when i was looking for a serious probiotic now i drink the drinks all the time don't get me wrong i think they're great i think they work to an extent pretty well um obviously not as good as what an actual probiotic supplement would but 
Um, one of the biggest things that I look for in like an actual supplement is it's in a dark container, not a see-through container, something that's dark on the inside, um, something that, you know, recommends that you put it in your freezer. And a lot of the times too, like if it gets past or not your freezer, your fridge, yep, not your freezer. Yep. No, I got you. I saw that look, (laughs) but put it in your fridge. And then another thing too, is looking to, to see a lot of the good ones that I've known have been freeze dried. Um, because it keeps them keeps the bacteria alive, so they don't die out like when they're being shipped from the factory to, you know, to the place where it's being sold at in those boxes. So, yeah, one of the big things too is like our best-selling brands of probiotics all came in refrigerated boxes. Yep. So your Garden of Life, which they do a pretty good one, some of the better companies are going to ship them to the store of choice. You know like cooled or frozen box yeah definitely and that's i think that's where i learned the most about probiotics was at lifetime fitness when i worked that over there and that's how they did theirs over there so that was one of the biggest things from then on out whenever i looked for a probiotic i looked for those exact specs you know and one of the big things with probiotics the count is nice so obviously looking at the total uh, count which is by billions generally mm-hmm. um one of the more important aspects is looking at the variety of strands you're getting. So if you get a hundred billion of only four strands or seven strands, maybe nine strands, you need variety. Like our stomach, our microbiome needs variety. That's why we're like the rainbow diet where you suggest to eat all these different colors and all yeah. that stuff. It's for gut health. Mm-hmm. This is the main reason. So that's why I look for 30 or more unique strands in my probiotics. So it's one of the few times you you want to look at a label and get the longest list possible. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But generally, it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. For sure. Of course. But there's a lot of aspects that we can cover. But I personally have seen the most benefit with the enzyme side of things. Yeah. What have you seen the most benefit with? Yeah, um, like I was kind of talking about it earlier, like with enzymes as a whole, breaking down the food is gigantic and like stomach inflation and immune system. Um, there are several other things that will help with like weight loss and metabolic rate, which we'll go into here soon. But I'd say some of the two biggest ones are just inflammation and immune system response. But Yeah, for sure. So like people, one of the big things that I've noticed, I had horrible allergies my whole life. Until I learned about probiotics and started supplementing probiotics regularly. Sure. Literally all my seasonal allergies went away. It's been four years since I've dealt with seasonal allergies. Where five years ago, I was literally, it would set on, and I, I'd walk outside if there was too much pollen or too much whatever. I was out of commission. Like, nose running, eyes running, like, I couldn't function. It was just that bad. My whole face would, like, swell up. Like, it was bad. But as soon as you understand gut health, you can eliminate so many of those things. Like, who doesn't hate dealing with allergies? Yeah. <laughs> and it's something that can be fixed so simply by understanding digestive health. Which, I think you took, you have a pretty crazy strong liquid one, don't you? Yeah, it's called Gut Shot. I have that, I keep that in my fridge, and that's like... Um, I get it at Whole Foods. You can get it at Fresh Time or, you know, everywhere like that. They carry them. Um, but, yeah, I keep that in my fridge. And it's it's over, I think, 100 billion CFUs, I think is what it is. So, 
um, pretty pretty high in um, in the strains. How many strains it has? I think it has a what what around seven seven to nine strains in it, just for being a good little um, drink that I can take throughout the day. But it says take several shots throughout the day, um, and I'll drink that like. It tastes like salsa, which if anybody knows me really well, I could literally drink salsa from a Mexican restaurant just straight out of the bottle and just, that's so good, dude. So that's why I drink it. It's smoked jalapeno flavor. They have a couple other flavors, like they have a beet flavor that has a lot of betaine in it and they have a, um, a dill pickle flavor, which is good too if you like pickle juice, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm into that stuff, but smoked jalapeno is one of my, is, is my favorite, and I'll drink that like a couple times throughout the day. I used to drink it right in the morning when I woke up, and then I'd do it in the afternoon too, which, um, for myself was, it was a great combination, um, for when I did my stuff, but I would try to give myself a little bit of time before eating anything, you know, just so I could make sure it got through my system too, like we talked about, but, I'll say one of the biggest things that I realize, especially when helping get my enzymes in check and everything else, is the bloating. Like, that was the biggest thing. I remember growing up and eating anything and everything, because like we talked about earlier, we would just eat whatever we wanted and not think twice. <laughs> but I was bloated all the time, and it was, it was a bloat that would not go away, no matter what. I mean, I take, you know you know medicines that we had for bloating like stuff like this and that um you know you couldn't get rid of it through gas you couldn't get rid of it through anything it would just stick there but actually one of the best signs of a healthy gut is being able to pass gas frequently now not something i wanted to get into on the podcast for all our listeners but this is (laughs) so if you pass gas regularly then you have a really healthy gut. That's one of the best things because you are digesting everything and what you can't get rid of, it goes right through you. Now, if it sticks there and you get bloated, that's not good. That's a pretty surefire way to, to understand that you have a, you know, you need to get something checked in pretty well. But even when I eat crappy foods, like I won't get bloated. I'll be, I'll be pretty, pretty stinky and I'll be, you know, farting out my butt all the time. But to be honest with you, it's like that's a lot better and it's a lot healthier for you to get to do that and to be able to do that than it is just to be bloated and have that inflammation. So that's the biggest thing when I started taking probiotics and I started looking into enzymes, digestive enzymes. I noticed I was a lot gassier, but I never got bloated at all. So that's the biggest thing that it had the impact on myself as well. Right. And if people don't want to take probiotics or take these enzymes there are some great natural forms of both enzymes and probiotics so you hear a lot of people talk about yogurts unfortunately most of the yogurt in the united states is heat treated which kills off most of the healthy bacteria but you have things like kombucha kefir kimchi like these are all huge uh, natural occurring foods that are rich in probiotics so if you don't want to take a pill or you don't want to try to remember that try incorporating some of these styles of foods or types of food in your meals throughout the day yeah absolutely and get something you enjoy too like i said like when i'm on top of things i'll be taking an actual supplement for my probiotic but then i'll also have the gut shot because i enjoy it like i said it tastes good i like drinking it so i'll drink that because it's good for me and it tastes super good as well and it's just something that you know i can if I'm tired of drinking water all day, I can just take a gulp of that down. It tastes super good, and it kind of gets me off the thing. But 
Um, and then with enzymes, like some natural food sources that are really high in enzymes, avocado, banana, honey, mango, papaya, like several fruits, turmeric is a big one too. Um, but several fruits and avocados are at the top of the list too for several enzymes that it has in it. So if you can't get like an enzyme supplement or an enzyme blend that you're taking regularly, like those couple of foods are healthy, some things that can help you boost that tremendously as well. Papaya is a huge one. You hear a lot about papaya for... For the enzyme blend. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But... It's funny. I wish we had some someone else on to like bring up questions because we didn't really prepare for this one. We just... We, we pull up a little bit of notes. We have a strong understanding of this. It's just trying to find that direction that we're going to go in for the episode and trying to guess what you guys could benefit from the most. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. And that's the way, when you talk about digestive health enzymes, like we said, enzymes and probiotics are the two big ones that people can supplement with and get a little bit better on. Um, it's a, kind of fine-tune to help themselves out. And, I mean, like I said, that has so many other benefits as well just besides the digestive health. I mean, once you get your digestive health in check, then you start increasing your metabolism. You help with weight loss, cardiovascular health, even liver health can be, you know, helped by enzymes specifically. And um, you talked about the joints and how big that is. I mean, especially in my training, um, when several of my clients were... You know, a lot of people who had knee problems and a lot of people who had shoulder problems too. Like there were just several issues with that inflammation in their joints. And a lot of that inflammation came from their diet. But then a lot of that too is they can't break down the foods that they're eating. So you have two choices. You can strengthen your gut. You can cut those foods out completely. Or you can do both and, you know, kind of really get down to what's making your body, you know, flare up in those areas of your joints but to be honest with you like one of the biggest things that i found was supplementing a probiotic and doing some enzymes as well like stuff that'll help them with digestion um as well as breaking down the food like i said the apple cider vinegar helps with that inflammation huge so just in little things that they do on everyday activities um big big benefits from just helping helping their digestive system out big time for sure and one of the other big aspects of digestion is going to be your gut's effect on the brain. So, like, a lot of um, depression and, like, mood behaviors have been linked to bad gut health. So, they're, like, I'm just going to click on this one. Harvard University. Let's see what they had to say. Gut-brain connection. So, like, most of the biggest researchers are starting to see huge correlations in um, mental and cognitive function due to digestive and the microbiome's health. So, like we talked about a little bit, a bunch of the hormones, so physical symptoms, behavior. See, these are the long articles that I sit and read oh, yeah, for all sure. the time. Obviously, it's harder to skim through as we're trying to stay on top here. But some of the main hormones are, like, highest percent coming from your gut. So if you're dealing with issues with um, mood swings, depression, stuff like that, the answer isn't always a pill, which I try to argue that most of the time it's not a pill. There's very few situations where there's actually a big enough chemical imbalance that it needs to be medicated. Definitely. But with that said, 
I've dealt with and seen points where it's bad enough where obviously supplement so you don't have make any horrible decisions but there's stages you could do to try to mitigate or get off some of those medications if you've had to take them for a period of time and now you're trying to get off them like there's phases where you can focus on gut health and other things exercise things like this that are going to be stepping stones on backing off of medications around mental health and it's crazy a lot of it's connected to the gut there's so many things that are directly connected to the gut definitely for sure and then on the flip side going from like an everyday because a lot of the stuff we talked about is good for anybody every day now let's talk about more like the performance side of things like people who are you know trying to bodybuild gain a lot of amounts of muscle how can they obviously we talked about the regular benefits for everybody but how does it affect people in a performance heavy environment uh so the first thing i do when i'm working with athletes trying to put on size for like bodybuilding or physique or even just they need to push food to get heavier for football whatever the case i put almost everyone on a digestive enzyme to help break down their biggest meals and increase your body's ability to absorb them and i put everyone on a liver care product that's going to help manage and absorb proteins Mm -hmm. so they've showed a lot of studies on focusing on liver health to increase mTOR and how your body's going to digest proteins yeah and we actually talked about that a little bit today while we were doing our chest workout um what so kind of go over what we kind of talked about how that by being able like we did one of the biggest things we hit on was if there was a set amount of protein that your body can digest i've heard so many different sides of this story back and forth like there is a set amount there isn't a set amount we did a little bit of talking about that too and then talk about how enzymes and probiotics affect how much you can digest and consume. Yep, so a lot of times whenever you're talking about protein digestion, you're talking about the mTOR pathway. And on the Muscle Expert podcast, Ben Pakulski, uh top-level pro, ex-pro bodybuilder, now he's in retirement. But he just had a guy on that went into a deep dive on protein. And he's a big believer that... You can, there's no set number, there's no studies that show too much uh, protein in a meal or like optimal amounts to trigger the mTOR pathway, which is how people are going to try to recover muscle tissue and grow. So when people give you that, oh, you can only absorb 25, 35, 45 grams of protein per meal, they don't understand what they're talking about. They, there's actually no physical studies showing that you can't absorb 80 or 90. Like, they haven't done those studies based on what this expert in the field had to say and based on what I've tried to look for myself. Of course. So, how the... Basically, when you're talking about digestion of protein and how probiotics and enzymes would help, basically, you're just trying to maximize your body's ability to trigger mTOR when you put amino acids in. So... How it's going to work directly, there's probably thousands of mechanisms I don't understand fully, but it's just going to make your body more efficient at triggering that mTOR pathway, which is going to increase your body's ability to use those amino acids to recover muscle tissue. Yeah, and on a very basic level, one of the best ways I like to think about that is like everybody at one point in time has played in a sandbox with like a sifter. 
And if you went to a like if you went to like a gravel road and picked up gravel and tried to sift it out, you couldn't get anything through. But if you took it to a sandbox, you could sift all that stuff through. So very, very similar in the ways of thinking of like that's what's happening in your body when you digest. If you can't break it down to a hard enough level, it's not going to get into the past that it needs to be if let's just broke it down to a small enough level. So if you think about it along those lines and how it's happening in your body with protein and how much you can absorb and digest is if you can break it down really, really finely tuned, then people who are looking into gaining muscle and especially muscle mass who need that extra bit of protein, this is a necessity. Like I wouldn't say this is a oh, I don't have the money, so I'm not going to buy I'm going to buy my protein this month and not my probiotic. It's like all right, well, you can do that, but if you can't break it down, like, yeah, sorry, you're not going to get the benefit out of it. So if you don't have your gut health in check, like we said earlier, for people on an everyday basis, people who are on a performance side of things, they ain't going anywhere with anything. It's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. So that's why um, I have given out macros to clients, but it's after I feel like they have a strong understanding of making good food choices that are going to digest well. And if they're not to that point yet, there's no way that I'm going to allow them to just free, run free with macros. Because people are going to make de- decisions that aren't going to digest nearly as well. So the biggest thing is it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. So when people are talking more and more and more, push this food, push that food, Chinese buffets, like you're going to be consuming so many Uh, omega-6 inflammatory oils people cook with the wrong oils and it causes all these digestive inflammation issues that's going to mitigate the nutrients that you're putting in yeah obviously calories in calories out plays a role to a point but you have to be able to absorb those calories you're putting in otherwise you're wasting them and you're putting more fat on and you're doing a lot of negatives instead of positives exactly and that was so great i had to write it down it's not what you eat it's what you absorb that's like it's literally spot on i've never thought of it that way but yeah it's like exactly what we preached the whole episode it's literally if you can't absorb it then it's just going to pass right through and you ain't going to get anything out of it so definitely on a smaller level <laughs> that's a uh definitely like i said it was so great i had to write it down but even like we talked about processed food too like if you go to you know a fast food joint like have you i'm sure you've seen the pictures on facebook of the fast food burger versus the real food how quick the real food molds like fruit or some fresh fruit or something like that it molds within the first couple of days and the fast food can stay for years and years without looking any different like all that preservative that they put on that your body can't absorb any of that, literally any of it. And what it does absorb, it goes through you all in a negative way. So it's just so unhealthy for you. And then that's when people have the worst amount of gut health is when they're eating foods like that, that they can't absorb in the first place, but then it just sits there and piles up and piles up. So for sure to be able to digest that and break that stuff down is huge. But like we said, Depending on how it's cooked, what kind of other things are added into the food, you could be going backwards in this as well. So, But like we kind of talked about in the beginning of the episode, if you get rid of your good bacteria, you leave all this room for the bad bacteria to sit there to thrive. And what do you think is going to feed it better than processed foods? Right. And one of the biggest issues that nobody's addressing, so we talked about the antibiotics, but probably the more chronic issue in this country is the pesticides put on non-organic foods. That's why... I always emphasize quality food. Those pesticides that they put on fruits, vegetables, all those things, if you're ingesting those, you are destroying your gut health. Yep. Like, absolutely destroying it. 
and it's been proven. Like they're like, oh, it only kills bacteria before they realize more of our body is bacteria than DNA. Yep, like we just said at the beginning, like literally, yeah, it only kills bacteria. Well, that's terrible for you. <laughs> like, yeah. and people don't really understand it. So, for sure, there's a lot of. So all the big ones, Roundup, everything, mm-hmm. those are absolutely horrible for you. So when we're talking about fast food, buying non-organic fruits and vegetables could be just as bad as eating some fast foods because they're spraying them so heavily. Like Absolutely, 100%. And then you look on the animal aspect of side of things, like the stuff they inject animals with anymore. First off, it's heartbreaking. But second off, to be eating that and putting that through your system, absolutely terrible for you. Yeah, and I'm a, especially when it comes down to uh, fatty meats, I'm the biggest component of you need a healthy, free-range, grass-fed animals. Like, if we're going to negatively impact this animal's way of life or how it's supposed to be, oh, breaking open the bang. Yeah. has to be done. You and your stem-free bangs. <laughs> it's a must. I mean, uh, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, there's not another valid option. After that after that half-life. Yeah. After the half-life podcast. podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Big takeaways from this episode. Obviously, if you ever have to take an antibiotic, make sure you follow it up with a probiotic. Um, when you're taking a probiotic, Take it on an empty stomach properly, about 20 to 30 minutes before food at the minimum, so it gets to the large intestine where it's supposed to be. It's not what you eat, it's what you absorb, so looking into quality food is going to be more important than looking at just macros, which for the longest time in this fitness industry, everyone just got on IIFYM, and I really wanted to punch people in the teeth. Yeah, IIFYM was the biggest, and it still is out there, and it still is strong if it fits your macros. So if your macros are 2,000 calories, and you have it all broken down, you can eat whatever kind of foods you want to get there, and you're going to get the same results as somebody who gets good food and healthy food instead of fast food and this and that. So it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> the worst part is there's a small percent, or I don't want to call it a percent, but there's some fact in there. At the end of the day, it's calories in versus calories out. Exactly. For weight loss. Yep. For body composition and health, two completely different things. Oh, people are competing, sure. they're more focused on body composition. And overall health, too, because... I mean, if you... I mean... <laughs> DJ's like, uh, last, sometimes. <laughs> the last four weeks of show prep. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know how much... For sure, for sure. But if they're going to do it, like, obviously, you want to be doing it out of good quality foods. I mean, the Walmart chicken diet works okay for a while. Is it that healthy for you? Absolutely not. <laughs> but the other aspect of that is with chicken, do I care as much about organic free range yes for a moral standpoint mm-hmm. not as much for the mo- the biggest thing affected is generally the fatty acid content how much fat does chicken have again very minimal chicken and turkey <laughs> very minimal very minimal but your whole eggs your beefs everything like that absolute must to get high quality meats yeah for sure definitely but yeah i'd say for myself biggest takeaway from the episode 
I mean, it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. That says it all right there for the whole episode, because, I mean, like we said, you can eat however much protein you want and try to take it in and try to get better off your workouts and whatever it may be, but if you aren't getting anything out of it and it's just going through your system, then there's no sense of even having that kind of an intake. So that's one of the biggest things for myself for the episode for sure, and you know, for everybody else. Getting that gut health in check, like we said, if it's just not for your own benefits, whether it be the inflammation and, you know, we talked about anxiety and depression, then, you know, if it's more on a performance level, then you should definitely focus on that before you go into all your other supplements and, you know, what you can and can't take, so. For sure. If you're in a calorie surplus, especially trying to build muscle, focus on digestion because your body's already getting more nutrients than it knows what to do with. You got to give it every opportunity to properly use and digest those. So, look into a good probiotics. Look into a good greens powder if you won't eat your leafy greens. Look into getting something where you're going to get that soluble fiber for the prebiotic fibers. Yep, that's me right there. Um, yep, do the do the green superfood mix because I do not eat vegetables. Not that I don't like them, I just don't eat them. I just. <laughs> I just don't. So, yep, I do the green superfood mix, and that's what I do to get my daily serving of uh, greens in, and it works really, really well for myself. So, um, but if that's something you got to do, at least it's at least you can know that's like for myself. I know that I'm not gonna eat them, so I make sure I get that in at least once a day. So, but yeah, getting something like that in is a huge game changer as well. But like we said, if you can take control of it, it's gonna change big time and what you see throughout your daily. Uh, daily goals and activities yep and that's one of the biggest things i addressed in the six-week corrective nutrition program i just put out is controlling inflammation controlling digestion and giving your body time to regenerate and cultivate the probiotics in your gut so that's one of the biggest focuses that i feel like can affect or positively impact the most people so that was the first thing i kind of put out is just a pure information product since I'm so used to one-on-one, very custom Absolutely. plans. But yeah. this is something you see so many people dropping the ball on that it had to be done. You have to get the information out there because there's so much <clears throat> that could benefit, so many people that could benefit from understanding to avoid these little setbacks that people yeah. do and, unconsciously. And like we said earlier, so many people who are just not thinking is as important as it is or not even knowing. So... Yeah, those are the biggest things, but we talked a little bit about where the podcast is going this week. We think in two episodes a week from here on out? Yes, I feel like to gain any real traction, we're going to keep every episode at the minimum of an hour, which right now I feel like we're getting real close to that hour, so we might be wrapping this one up, but we're going to start putting up two episodes a week. We're going to keep the Sunday, I'm sure, and we still got to discuss when the oh, yeah, second for sure. episode will be. But there will be, starting soon, potentially even this upcoming week, two episodes a week coming from us. And we're just going to keep ramping up. If we start getting traction with you guys, if you start sharing our podcast, we're going to get you a lot more information. We're going to go over some of these topics again so we can get more and more in-depth. Obviously, the more we can touch on it the more we can drill in this information the more people is actually going to benefit 
Oh, absolutely. And that's what we're doing here is trying to get put out good content for people to benefit from. And that's what we're going to continue to do. But yeah, I'm excited for two episodes a week. I think it's going to be something that we can definitely look forward to um, doing. I'm enjoying this. Um, but yeah, as far as the podcast is going, as for the most part, it's going well. I mean, I'm still I'm surprised every time we pull up uh, pull up the site we publish it on uh, to see how many people have listened. And um, it's just it's it's still surprising to me that no after what this will be episode seven i mean after seven episodes only that there's what an average of what 20 some people that listen so pretty ridiculous but in my opinion but yeah so pretty cool stuff so i'm excited about it but just to keep it rolling keep it going smooth we got obviously got set up here in the office here at my place and got the sound quality kind of in check got rid of that little echoey in the first couple episodes so i think we just recorded that new intro too oh we did yep we got that new intro up and it should be uh it'll be on last week's episode too but yeah it'll be on this week as well um but yeah i got that new intro up it sounds a lot better as well um so i'm gonna basically finesse our little art we got going on here and make it better and better so we're gonna incorporate something new every single time we have a podcast and Pretty soon, it's just going to be top of the line like everyone else's, dude. I'm excited. Right. And for us to get there, for us to keep grinding, we need you guys to like, subscribe, and share these episodes. we got to reach more people, more people, more people, so we can get information to the masses. And this digestive episode, this is not going to be the only one we put out. There's so much more stuff we can go in depth with. We are just trying to take off the top layer of getting people aware of these issues. Absolutely. So there's going to be a lot more to come on this and more, a whole episode probably on the joint side of things since I've had so much joint issues myself and how much it's helped me. But Yeah, for sure. A lot more personal experiences too because like we said, we wouldn't be preaching this stuff if it hadn't worked for ourselves. So we're firm believers in what we talk about. And then also as well, um, one of the big things that obviously we need is you know we talked about questions but anything you guys have questions on anything you need help with whether it's your own fitness journey or whether you guys are stuck with a, on, on a stump or whether it's you know we talk about a lot about um, depression and how it's affected our lives and stuff like that whether it's just you you need somebody to talk to shoot us an email head on collision podcast at gmail.com um, we'll be happy to get back to you guys as soon as possible. We check it regularly um, and get got some guests lined up here, hopefully in the future soon. Going to find some people we can have on with us and um, go into it, definitely go into a lot of subjects more in depth. So very exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Obviously, we get enough flow on some of the episodes, but... Oh, big time. I like to be able to like have people ask me questions that I can answer. So that's the flow I like to get into. Yeah. Where... This it was just it, this was a public service announcement. Yep, that's basically yep. It. Get your digestion in check. That's what we said on this one. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, give, feeding people with information that way we can get some feedback back from you guys. So that's the biggest thing for us. But yeah, I think we're pretty much wrapping it up now. Anything you got left to say, TJ? Nope, that's it. Just look forward to these two episodes a week starting this week. Yep. Talk to you guys soon.